Hello, and welcome to episode one of In Off The Post, a brand new podcast for Anchorians FC, with your host, myself, Martin Norton, and my co-host, the one and only Mr. James Anchorians Harrison. The podcast will begin bi-weekly, and when the season starts, we'll be looking to do it on a weekly basis, and at each episode, we'll hopefully be chatting with some managers, coaches, committee members, supporters and players. And we'll be asking them about the beautiful game and their influence on our club and Corins FC. In this first episode, we'll be talking to uh, ourselves. But first things first, James, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Martin. How are you? Yeah, not so bad. How are you coping with the weather? Yeah, very hot, but... But nice all the same. It is indeed. I don't know, mate. Uh, I know yourself, you obviously uh, off at the moment, off a uni at the moment. But uh, myself working from home in a steaming hot garage, um, but at least a lot of other people um, working. Uh, yeah. For, 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 yeah. Uh, even if we don't want to work, we'd rather be outside getting a bit of a tan. Absolutely, like mine. Can you see mine coming? I'm sure I can, I can, James, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous, James. Yeah, it looks really good. So, what do you think about this thing, James? I know Lee wanted us to do a a podcast. Um, This obviously is the first one, certainly new for you and me. How do you reckon this is going to go? Honestly, or yeah, be honest, it's going to be a bit of fun. I think it's going to be great fun. It's going to be good for our for our members to to see what's going on and to to maybe listen to to what we're doing as a club and listen to our coaches and just see how they got involved and and what they think of what's going on in the world of Anchorians. But um, all in all, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, as I say, most importantly, a bit of fun, but also good to connect with our our members on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Yeah, I think so. I think it's something I don't think we do enough of. I mean, if I said to the average coach, committee member, did you know we had XYZ team? And it, no. I mean, to be fair, even myself. Um, I know Helen says, oh, that's manager. That's so-and-so's manager. Joe Bloggs. I go, no, never heard of him. So I think I think we you know we, we have a, a little bit of an issue there with um, myself and another coach and stuff. Like that. We don't we don't know really who's in the club. What do they do? And if you ask how many people, if you ask how many um, teams we actually have, um, you know, or put that question rather to one of the uh, coaches, managers. I'm not sure all of them be able to tell you. No, uh, and not. no, and I think uh, Lee's absolutely right, and we're trying to. Um, should we say communicate more and try to make the the Ancorians FC family a bit more uh, of a family and a bit and a bit closer. Um, and obviously, these last few months have kind of distanced all of us. Um, and but but we are getting back slowly, getting very 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 slowly. Anyway, before we go in, in into all that uh, about the uh, the issues um, of the day, if you like, and certainly in terms of the way we get the new world order, uh, so to speak. James, I don't think many people really know much uh, much about you. Um, they know you're there. They know you live at Anchorians. <laughs> they know you share a room with Steve up in the club. Uh, <laughs> I think, but uh, tell us what? Tell us. It's like a story, isn't it? What, what was your first memory though of uh, of football, James? What can you remember? What's the first memory? 
first memory of football it's funny you know with me martin because um unlike a lot of people when i was younger i didn't really like football to be honest it weren't until very very late later on that really you um, didn't like it at all yeah i was always the, the kid at school that didn't do pe and stuff like that as you can tell by my stunning figure <laughs> but um oh yeah i really didn't go much on it and it weren't until I suppose the real turning point for me was actually when I was at school and um, we used to play rugby quite a lot. And what I'd do, because I, I didn't used to take part that much, I used to coach a team. So because there was two of us, myself and a good friend of mine, John, who didn't, didn't take part, we used to manage a team each. So what we used to do, we used to pick our own team and um, then they'd play together. And for a bit of fun on the side, if we had 1P or 2P in our pockets, we'd say, we put that in, and whoever wins the game gets gets four p or something. And I used well, to win every week. <laughs> well, I bet Fred have got nothing on you guys. Here we go. You see, I, I must have made all of about thirty p. But um, I really enjoyed it. And coming up that summer was was um, the World Cup. I think it must have been. Oh, I dread to think back now, but it was the Brazil Brazil World Cup. What year was that? Can you remember? Limey. It wasn't, well, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, you're not an old man, James, by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> I've, I've, let me see, Mexico was 1970. Uh, uh, was it 2014? No, it, wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. I, I won't lie to you. You know, I can't remember the top of my head. Um, but yeah. One before that, but it was quite a while ago. It was around, around 2014 time. And um, right, I've yeah. known, known amongst my classmates as, as coaching the rugby team in in PE, if you like. So a few lads came out to me and said, look, James, we're, we're entering a team into a five-a-side tournament. Do you want to come and coach us? Bit of a laugh, really. So I said, yeah, all right, then I'll, I'll come along and do that. So I did it. Well, I've made myself up a little book of formations in and, and little training sessions. I took that along. There's and, a shock. Um, <laughs> I managed the team and we went into the tournament and we did absolutely terrible. But, <laughs> but we had a good and, laugh. And you've just... You've just rolled that over, haven't you? Yeah, really? it kept you it going. Going. <laughs> <laughs> We just had a good laugh, so we entered the league every week. So every week, I, I took my team, five-a-side team, just a group of friends, and um, and played in matches, played in tournaments every week, and we began to get quite good at it. So, um, and there was one week, one week, I was talking to the referee there, and he said to me, "You want to get on your level one, James? Get on your level one coaching badge, and then um, get coaching." He said. It's good fun. I do it, and I think you'd enjoy it too. He said, "Once you've um, once you've done your level one, I'll get you in contact with someone." I said, "All right then." So I did my level one. Did that with um, with Gillingham. Had fun there doing all of that. So I said to this referee one week, "I've I've done my level one. That's all done." So he said, "All right then. I'll give you this phone number. It's a bloke called Lee Willis. Mm. Lovely chap." So I went in there, made eye contact with him, <laughs> and then I was managing the team. That that see, and that's the fatal thing that people do. They just make eye, eye contact with a guy, with Lee, uh, uh, and that's it. That's everyone's downfall. But uh, and at what point? Then, because you said you, you didn't really like football for want of a better term, and you you about the rugby bit. Did you actually play the rugby? No, I didn't even play that. Nice. So have you played any sport? <laughs> it's, fishing's classed as a sport. I've done that. It is, it is. Uh, that, that, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give you that, and that's that's cool, isn't it? Um, but you, yeah. So, so 
in terms in terms of the coach in terms of the coaching then so where where i mean where's that taking you because you you're you're doing that at university aren't you yeah that's right obviously um when i took over me under eights team at Ancorians, i was doing that mentored by a couple of older coaches at the club and I, I really enjoyed it so as i was doing it i thought to myself i wonder if i can make a career out of this because i really do enjoy it and it's saying you want to do something you enjoy don't you mm. so um mm. I was at school. I was at sixth form at the time and I was managing my team. And um, I got dragged along to this event to look at universities. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I don't really want to go, but, but you get the next morning off. So I thought, yeah, all right, I'll go along. That'll do, yeah. And I met these people there at UCFB. And I got talking to him about what I do, how I manage my team. And he said, look, up at, up at Wembley Stadium, we got a university and we do coaching qualifications he said I think it would suit you brilliantly so at the time I was only an iron about university didn't really see myself as someone who wanted to go but I went up there for a couple of open days and I thought well this is really really something I'd like to do so yeah I've, as it goes I've just finished my three-year course and um, hopefully graduating in October with a football coaching and management degree and what and what better place to actually do the do the degree itself? I mean, it must be brilliant to walk oh, into Wembley. Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, just well, let alone for a job, but yeah, every day. There's so no you go to Wembley, though. James. Nah, old hat now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be doing. Don't want to be doing that. But no, but that 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 is that is stunning. But how's How's it affected you at the moment? Obviously, with um, COVID nineteen and that, is that to curtail your your, your learning um, of the course rather somewhat? How, how has that affected it? Um, well, it's different. Obviously, we were in one day. Then that evening, we we listened to Boris's statement, and we knew we weren't going in again, which was very strange for our Sturges because obviously we knew we'd only had a few weeks left of university. But we had no idea we'd all be doing it through through Zoom, through computers, you know, for the for the end of it. So it's very strange, mm. very weird, especially because all I pretty much do at the moment is football. So when that all stops, you think, <laughs> well, I've got some time on my hands. But um, but yeah, now we're just hoping that it all clears up for October for our graduation. Well, brilliant. Well, that, that's fantastic. Well done, and I'm sure everybody give you a pat on the back, mate. I mean. I'd... I think a lot of people don't realise exactly what you do and, and how much you do, um, and c certainly for the club. And when we have a laugh and a joke about, you know, saying how you live there, um, you live and breathe it. And you know the, fu the future of the uh, certainly the future of the club. And we know if there's people like you um, coming through the ranks, then the club's going to certainly going to be in safe hands um, in, in certainly in years to come. Um, so with what you do with the coaching and, uh, and management and that, what, what sort of philosophy is there then? And more importantly, do you like football now? <laughs> well, it's all right. No, <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, I love football now. I live and breathe it, which is still very strange. When I talk to some ex-school friends, they say to me, I would have never dreamed to have you been in football, James. You know, you did not <laughs> fall when I knew you. But, um, but no, it's obviously totally changed my way of thinking towards football and I think that reflects on the players because the reason I got involved and the reason I pursued this sort of career is because I enjoyed it I had fun I had a laugh with my mates and I suppose that's how I portray to any players I coach now is that first and foremost we're here for fun 
if you enjoy it, you're going to get better at something. So um, that's definitely a big changing point. And obviously at university, when we're talking about viewpoints, there's, there's different ways. Can, it was very strange trying to transfer the skills you use at university to a grassroots club because very much at university we're learning how to win games, how to set up teams to win games. And it's, it's almost quite, quite elitist, if you like. But then obviously on a Sunday, you've got to put your hat on and say, yeah, I've, mm. I've got this coaching knowledge here. But first and foremost, my values are that the players have got to have fun. Did you not? Did that not? Did you not find that a, a bit conflicting? Oh, definitely. They're telling you to do it one way, and, and the other thing. Well, no, it is about having fun. And bear in mind, um, the club we're at, which is the, the right ethos, uh, as, as we all as we all believe, um, it is about for, first and foremost having fun, making friends, uh, and that sort of thing. So, that, how did that um, work? Well, yeah, obviously, um, it is all about having fun. And, and that's how I, I got across at uni quite a bit because I did my dissertation around grassroots football. But, yeah, it was, it was rather strange, the, the difference in it, because, as I say, on the Friday afternoon, I'd be working out a strategy of how I'd beat Barcelona if I was playing them the next day. And on the, Saturday, on the Sunday, I was playing a match. And it, at one point last season, we were losing a few games on the trot my under 12s at the time and I'll go home and I'll beat myself up I'll read my books about coaching and think where's it going wrong what's going on then you think to yourself hang on a minute why am I looking at this so much what is a win for me that's what I've got to think so the next next game I said to my players look a win for me today is if we can keep the ball for long periods of the match if we can keep the ball for a long time that's a win for me and we did. And funny enough, I don't know whether it's coincidence or not, but we won the game. First game we've won in ages. And I like to think it's because we changed our viewpoint to sort of like, let's go out there, have a bit of fun. If we keep the ball for long times, we win the game. You know, I think, and I think that, you, absolutely. And I think that kind of gets lost. Um, with, with a lot of clubs, a lot of teams, as we know, it, that having fun, um, for me, uh, making friends uh, uh, and keeping that team spirit, for me, that far outweighs winning a game. 100%. I mean, any player that comes along or parent, you know, I say that the ethos, if we, if we have fun, we play in the right way, we just enjoy ourselves. If we win something along the way, happy days. That, that's the bonus if we win something. Along. We don't win all our matches, it's not a problem because as far as I can see, it's the only people that get... Uh, anxious about that not winning games all the time are some parents uh coaches and managers you know um and i'm glad that we don't have that yeah. because then that pressure is not put on to the kids because let's be honest most of the kids come off the pitch they could be beaten 15 nil everyone else is, is isn't happy but the kids going are we going to mcdonald's man Definitely. Yeah, you know, daddy, daddy, getting us an ice cream. Well, you know, that's gone. That's forgotten about. Where, you know, as a, as a coach and a manager, um, you'll stew on that right through to the next training session and hope to get it right again. Yeah. And you, you can't get it out of your system. <laughs> but it, I, I think that the beauty of that is realizing, say, la vie. So, you know, so we didn't win. You know, we could have done this, we could have done that, but we didn't. Yeah. You know, let's try next time. Let's see what we can do. And if, if, for me, it's all about just the fun, 
and putting in the effort. You put the effort, you know, if you put in as much effort as you, I'm not going to say put in 100% because not everybody can, but if you can put as much effort as you can and enjoy it, at result for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a win for you, isn't it? If they enjoy it, if they get better, that's a win yeah. for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, go, go, just moving it, moving it on a little bit. So, you've been quite instrumental uh, with the committee who've put in a heck of a lot of work um, once the FA guidance has come out with regards to this COVID-19 and it's a horrible disease. Um, once every uh, virus, rather, sorry, once this, uh, that all came out, then it was like, well, you know, uh, to the nose to the grindstone to get these things done where we had other teams and clubs going back, not following the guidance, not following the regulations. And you see it on a Saturday and Lee saw it last week um, when, when he went out to um, look at one of our coaches who was doing it brilliantly. But it was a completely different team down on one of the recreation fields when he passed. Um, and they weren't doing it right. Now, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things that, things that we've had to change, a lot of things we've had to put into place, uh, and a lot of things that people aren't going to necessarily like, but aren't going to be able to get used to. Um, but firstly, with all that, um, how do you think it's affected football at a, a higher level? You know, like the, I mean, you just mentioned before we, before we uh, started speaking, uh, Man United were one nil up at the time. Uh, <laughs> but when you watch it on the te- telly now, it's it, it's quite alien. What was, yeah. what's you, what, I mean, that, that's my. I, mean, I certainly feel it's it's just full of mind blowing. Um, but I don't know about yourself. How you feel it's affected uh, at a higher level? Obviously, it's, it's so, so different, isn't it? Especially even when you, you look at the physios on the benches and they've got masks, goggles, protective equipment on. And um, I think it's going to change the game for a long time. I think when you look at things like handshakes and lots of other things that happen in the game, we might see handshakes being um, not being part of the game for a while. You know, I did, no- I did notice a lot of, uh, there was a lot of fist bumps going on you know fist bump or even now when you can't shake hands you an elbow tap or, or whatever there's a lot of that going on and hopefully though at grassroots level and um kids of that uh, who, who are playing boys and girls and that if if they are watching some of those they may realize well yeah well, if they're doing it like that then we've got to do it but not on the same level so, 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 how did you find it? Because you, you were one of the re- really, um, oh, what should we say, guinea pigs for want of a better term, in using the new processes and procedures. And you did that last Saturday. Um, uh, how did you find it? Was it success? Was it difficult? Were there certainly things we could take away and learn? How, how did you? How did you find it? Um, it was. It was strange. It was very strange when you got to read all these procedures and get players to fill out forms. Obviously, straight away you think, oh, this is going to be a bit different. But um, overall, it was fun. It was it was good fun to be back on the pitch. And um, the way I put it across to my players is that you probably never see something like this again. So enjoy it. You know, this is something you remember. <laughs> this is something you remember for a long time to come. Enjoy it. Make the most of it. I so think... 
there was a couple of your lads who sat outside one of the boxes in there and uh, on their safety zones, uh, so to speak. And uh, I said to them, look, because they hadn't seen each other for so long, obviously being off school. And I did mention and say, hey, when you get older, when you come to write, come to write an essay or a thesis or dissertation or whatever, on what happened in 2020, you lived it. Yeah. you lived and breathe you're gonna have first hand and when you say to your grandkids you know and you, your kids and grandkids here guess what happened in 2020 you know <laughs> you know it's it's a new world it's a new world order but how, how did the players take it um i found when they turned up they're all very very quiet a bit anxious and they're very collected but the way we did we set the boxes out so they could all see each other they're safe zones so they were left for the first five, ten minutes or so just to have a chat, have a catch-up before I really sort of intervened. And then um, we got together in our boxes. And once we started training, even though there were three different boxes and they were spread out and far apart, it began to feel like, feel like a bit more of normality, if you like. Yeah, yeah. The players got the football back at their feet and they were laughing and joking with each other and the coaches slowly it started to feel a bit more normal and yeah you had to remind them every now and again to you know keep your distance and that but they're all pretty well informed and i think the most important thing was that they were happy to be back and all all afternoon our group chat was buzzing from the parents and oh they really enjoyed it today i'll be back next week so yeah so on the mental side of things it was so important i think to get them back training it's, it's, I mean, it's a massive learning curve as it is for all of us, even from day to day. But coming back, you're absolutely right. I want to kick a ball. I want to do this. I want to do that. And the hard thing is having to say, whoa, hang on. We can't do that now. This is what we've got to do. That's what we've got to do, you know. Um, and I think that, that, that's the hardest. Oh, it's going to get easier. I mean, even yesterday, there's, um, you know, reductions in this, that and the other. Um, you know, easing off of restrictions. And whenever we get back, I just don't know. But it's got to get easier. Um, and I think, if anything, the hardest ones is obviously the, the really young ones. I mean, we're not going to be able to get them back back for some time because, I mean, most of them, especially like mini kickers and that, it's like herding kittens, you know, uh, at the best of times. Um, and to, so to, even though they get, they're at school, reception year one and all that, um, you can't. They're out in the open. You, you, you need about, it needs to be one-on-one. You know, a majority of times you can do that because the parent will be with the child. But at some point or other, they're going to come in, they're going to get closer than two meters or down to a meter or, or whatever. And I think that's, that's certainly one of the hardest, uh, certainly for things for me. I think um, certainly the, the, the way I, I did mention it on, on Saturday and I mentioned it to, to you afterwards is that I think it becomes harder for the coach knowing I can only half coach. Uh, as we, we agreed, didn't we? The only half the session is sort of coaching. The other half is almost, having a mindset and reminding people, don't touch this, don't touch that. Go, you can't go here. You can't go there. Um, and, and it becomes quite difficult uh, to sort of bring that back. Okay. We're going to do this. We're going to do that, but you've got to do this. You've got to do that. So it's, I think it's, I think it's a massive challenge, but I'm sure as you're aware, it, 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 it can only get, it can only get better. We've got a lot to learn really. Absolutely. It's going to get easier as time goes on trying to support our coaches as much as we can because I think that's who it's hardest for are the coaches and obviously we need to 
need to remember these are volunteers giving up their time and, and we really need to support them with that because they're helping us as a club. So, yeah, but it is going to get easier. You're right. It's going to get so much easier as time goes on. Yeah, this the very last week because we're um, obviously we're running out of time. Um, we're coming coming towards the end. Uh, and thanks, James. I think this has been pretty good as the first one. I think we've got into it a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more. Um, uh, and this is going to be quite cheesy, if you like. Well, why, 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 Ancorians? Has there been any time when you thought, yeah, I might go somewhere else? Never, no, never. I can think of. I think. Because the first team I coached was an Ancorians team. I've always been with Ancorians. And I find that people admire Ancorians. I know I was once at a, a Chinese football boot launch at Wembley Stadium. And I had someone come up to me and say, you're from Ancorians, aren't you? How, how strange is that? A Chinese company who's come over for a foot launch at Wembley Stadium and they knew Ancorians, this bloke who was there. And Ancorians is well known for, for fun, for enjoyment, for engagement. And I think that because we've got so many teams, so many members, that's just a testament to the brilliant work. And I thought to myself, I want to be part of that. I want to be part of the committee. And I really want to help push this club forward. And, you know, you, you've, you've sold that to me. What a salesman. Windows next. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, James. Well, I don't know about you, but I've, I've, um, I think it's been, I think it's been quite fun. It's the first one. I really do. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get, uh, we'll get better. But certainly, everybody knows about you now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'm a bit scared now. Shut up, <laughs> out of the way. Yeah. So, um, so on that note, we'll be joined. We'll be joined anyway by uh, Francisco. Uh, uh, said he'll be telling us about his sessions he did down at um, Luton uh, Junior School and some of the stuff he does uh, in the community and uh, as his sponsor uh, uh, Luton Arches oh, Luton Arches, the Arches local <laughs> so we say Luton Arches that's a bridge <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's been great fun I've thoroughly enjoyed it and um, yeah, it's well, I can't say any any more than that really yeah. uh james any, anything, anything to finish it off with or thank you i really enjoyed that uh, a fantastic it, it 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 wasn't bad at all was it uh it, it was it was really good and on that note then as we are running out of time and uh or what do they say time has beaten us or caught up with us or whatever as they say in radio or podcast land um so yeah so thanks james we look forward to the next podcast. So look out on our Facebook page and on our Instagram and Twitter feeds um, and uh, join us next time. Thanks very much, James. Goodbye.